the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The DOJ led a Ru- the Russian lawyer into the U.S. before she met with the Trump team. This is the big, mm. I, and this is one of the weird things we were talking about because it's, um, uh, I guess, both Obama and Trump had some. Uh, well, they allowed her in this particular uh, lawyer. Now, of course, it doesn't. There's no real necessarily a reason that she wouldn't be allowed in the country that we know of. Yeah, I um, mean, you're just assuming that there's she's some sort of operative or KGB, uh, FSB, whatever they call it now. And, and I, I wouldn't say there's actually evidence of Agent. that. There, yeah, there's evidence that there she is. is associated. She's with a the government, government right. official was, of some kind. She or at least but, was at one point. They yeah. they're saying that uh, she's denying that now. She was and, a prosecutor in 2001, right? But that's I think she left being a Russian prosecutor in 2001. So I, mean, I don't think it's particularly clear that you would need to ban her from the country. It's just the issue of what she's doing in the country that's kind of the problem. But beyond mm-hmm. all that, let's just say, let's say Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama both met with this same attorney who both promised them from the Russian government to give dirt on Donald Trump. These arguments from conservatives are so weird. It's like, you do remember not liking Obama and Clinton, right? If your defense is, well, he, our guy's just as bad as the other guy, that's, a bad that's not a defense. And that is what the defense is. Yeah. Every, I, for the, Clinton, or the, the Trump apologists, the only thing I've heard them come back with is, well, Hillary, yeah. what about Hillary? Obama, what about Obama? Right. You don't care about that. Don't no, you remember we did. awful? Yeah. We did. Yeah. Why don't you now? Why? There was a hope. That you'd go through the election process and do better. Maybe you will, because yeah. I certainly would never vote for someone I would think would be equal to Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, hey, well, they do terrible things and our guy does terrible things. We're all a big team. That yeah. sounds like a really bad premise for a vote. And also, you're ignoring a lot of the facts involved here, like his lies that have been nonstop up until last, what, Friday, uh, when he finally admitted it because he'd been caught red-handed. And so he finally released the emails. And, uh, I mean, you don't mind a Russian agent being met with by a, a presidential candidate. Really? That's okay? That's perfectly fine now. Yeah. So if, it, if it's a Democrat next time meeting with Russians, you won't think there's anything in the world wrong with that. When did that happen to Republicans? When did Republicans be perfectly fine with repeated lies and uh, with the fact that we're meeting with foreign agents of, of an enemy state like Russia? When did that become okay? We've never been okay with Russians. You know, and this isn't like, uh, I'm trying to give a good example of... <laughs> Of, of some, like, uh, I don't know, um, t- tax, uh, tax cuts, uh, ta- not even, it doesn't even work. I'm trying to think. Or how about uh, deregulating um, a particular industry? You know what I mean? Like, we're like, okay, the Republicans are for deregulation generally, but there's a new industry and they were for regulation and now they're kind of not, right? Like, that would be a flip flop. Mm-hmm. Is there anything? More foundational in the last half century for Republicans than dislike for Soviets and Russians. No. And in one year, this guy turned the entire foundation of everything this party has stood for for 50 years. And they're like, no, now we like them. Yep. And we're all supposed to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, obviously. What's the big deal? I said, what? It's the Russians. We love the Russians. It's incredible. The criticism by Republicans of Barack Obama 
for blowing off Russia as a threat. We always focus on the Barack Obama element of that, where we say, oh, well, he used to say that they were, I want my, uh, the 80s called, they want their foreign policy back, and now they're saying there's a threat. You do realize you were on the opposite two sides of that issue. Like, all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, well, you know. I mean, think about it from the Republican perspective. You all were criticizing Barack Obama for not taking the Russian threat seriously, and here you are now. I mean, I would say you're taking it less seriously than Barack Obama. At least Barack Obama, at this point, we don't think so, uh, wasn't specifically meeting with Russian agents uh, to gain dirt on the opposite party. Now, there's some, the Hillary-Ukraine thing, you can, I guess, argue. But I mean, still, at the very best, you're saying we're as crappy as Hillary Clinton. That is your argument? This is not a good moment, guys. This is, well, it's the and it's the kind of madness we're we're dealing with right now. I, I just, you know, and we've made this point a million times. It's just been a, inconceivable what's happened uh, in America to the right. I, it's inconceivable. I keep using that word. I don't think it means what I think it means. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you can't help but be just bewildered by this turn of events in the last year and a half uh, since the campaign began till now. It's like. Uh, I've lost everything I ever believed about people on the right side of the political spectrum. None of the things that I thought applied applied. And one, None of, the, of, them. one of the points we made early on in this with Trump, and again, like, I, you know, there's been a couple of good things. We, we've acknowledged them to, to uh, uh, no end. I mean, I honestly, have, I don't think I've ever praised a particular candidate for making one or two good calls. More I, know. Than, I mean, it's, in, it's incredible. But like, go back to the the, uh, the the primary season. One of the things we said was, look, if this guy wins, you are going to have a massive crisis in conservatism because so many people are going to be tempted to support him on things he's doing, even when they're not uh, ethical, mm-hmm. when they're not right, when they're not conservative. And man, that, that I mean, it couldn't have proved out more. I mean, I've, I, yeah, it's congratulations. amazing. We're people there. are reflexively, without even mm-hmm. any moment to pause, reflexively de- defending a guy who took a meeting with a, a person he thought was a Russian government agent to try to sink his opponent in a U.S. election. Yeah. And that is, there is reflexive defense over at least 70% of the right. It's incredible to me. The dedication to this one guy, as if he is God, I don't know whether that will, I don't know I'll ever come to grips with it. And I understand that you probably have, and you probably think this is boring, but it's, I can't, I just, you know, it's amazing to see. It is amazing to see it happen. Especially because I just don't see what, what he's done to, to deserve this treatment. It's like if this, if it was right. Ronald Reagan, yes. and he'd gone through eight years of amazing leadership, and then he's, like, yes. like for example, I can he understand. soaring rhetoric right. and he he made you believe in america again yeah. and he he was really articulate trump is none of those things right like if if uh if clarence thomas really screwed something up right now i would understand mm-hmm. reflexive defense at some level mm-hmm. you know like okay this guy has served this cause for so long Look at his i career. really want to believe him you know, he makes a decision that's wrong. He does something that doesn't work. I can understand saying, okay, wait a minute. No, I'm not saying one bad thing about this guy. He's been great. I'm going to, until I find absolute, like, concrete evidence he's doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. I kind of would understand that. That is just not the world we live in. It's just, you yeah, know, Trump it, gets that with almost isn't. no accomplishments. I mean, what the, uh, what has this guy done? One more time. And this, then I'll shut up. <laughs> one more time. 
Gorsuch, yes, give, granted. Gorsuch, great. However, Gorsuch <clears throat> replaces Scalia, so we're really just even there. But I'll take the even. It could have been a lot worse. Understandable. Indeed. And again, mm -hmm. the heavy sure. lifting on that cause is done by Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell's the one that delays mm -hmm. the decision to get it to a Republican. Any Republican, eh, I think most Republicans would have done a good job with the, with the, with the, um, with the Supreme Court, or at least an okay job. I think Trump did better than that, so he deserves credit. I think only the better, the best side of that. I think you know a Bobby Jindal, a Ted Cruz, a Rand Paul, uh, maybe not even Marco Rubio, um, but maybe Marco Rubio could have done a, a Neil Gorsuch level decision. But only the best ones. So <clears throat> big time points there, though a little <clears throat> overblown. Secondly, there's things like the EPA repealing some. Uh, um, uh, some legislation and regulation from the Obama era. Pulled us out of the Paris Accord, yeah, yep. which is great. Uh, which is good, but again, that's, that's probably two-thirds of the Republicans who do that. Uh, you know, um, so, mm -hmm. but again, good, good. Uh, there have been some things to praise. Got to give them credit for where it's But due. no major legislation, yeah, none, none. not a piece of it. Yeah. I mean, there's been some VA reforms that you could say were good, but again, nothing outside of the normal Republican would do that. Mm -hmm. um, there's been some, uh, I think, a lot of bad. Uh, so why the reflexive defense? I guess I, maybe I that's, it may just be a function. We, instead of thinking, putting it in this person, it may just be the t function of the time we live in. People just reflexively defend. We've been seeing this in these books yeah. that Glenn has this reading. It's just like what you do first is defend your turf before you actually start thinking about it. And that's why you have to lead with something that doesn't, you know, I mean, does it make people defend their turf? The favorite book I read out of the uh, 77 that he uh, ordered us to read in two weeks um, was the, the one that's called Friction. And it, because in that book, he demonstrates, I think, almost proof positive about how much the world has changed. And it has changed so much that you can't continue to do the things you've done and be successful anymore and that mm. applies in politics i think too yeah. you can't continue the world has changed so much we can't just be mindless republicans anymore because this is where it led us oh, to uh, this wasteland a good example of that book in action in politics i think is hillary clinton's campaign yeah you, know, you throw a billion dollars mm -hmm. at tv ads and you think you're going to win well it didn't work, didn't work did out. it i mean and even when she had good moments it was like more because trump screwed up she beat him in a debate. You know, she like those types of things happened that were outside of her general like, oh, well, what we need to do is ad, run, run an ad with people with kids looking like they're crying when Trump says bad words. It's like, you know, uh, like that's very mm -hmm. traditional mm -hmm. and uh, it just doesn't seem to be effective anymore. No.